Welcome everyone to the L7C Podcast Wrestling Edition. Today is the episode you guys have been waiting for for the past couple weeks. Uh, if you listen to the last wrestling um, episode, we said we were going to separate this. We did talk about it a little bit at the end, so go listen to the all-in, all-out payback review. But this episode fully about CM Punk, uh, Phil Brooks. We got the wrestling expert, Mr. Jacob Mason with us. How are you doing today? Dude, I am fantastic. Been excited for this podcast. Uh, gonna be a good one. Gonna be a good one. We got the captain with us, Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today? I'm old. I'm tired. I work fucking children. No, I'm good. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Uh, for that, you know, Byron mentioning the media scrum. Uh, so guys, at the biggest wrestling event in history. Only CM Punk can get fired. <laughs> like, it's the biggest event in history. It was supposed to be feel good. He gets fired. Who who wants to talk about what actually happened there? Byron, you want it? Jacob, you want it? Who wants to go? Even I don't know exactly for sure what the fuck happened there. So we know it involves him and Jungle Boy. We know that. So go ahead, Byron. The gist of what happened um, at All In? Jungle Jack Perry had a match with uh, Hook for the FTW Championship, mm-hmm. um, and either Jungle Boy slammed Hook on a car, or Hook slammed Jungle Boy on a car, and then Jungle Boy got up and said, "It is real glass. Cry about it." So behind the scenes of that is that Jungle Jack Perry wanted to do a real glass stunt on Collision. CM Punk said, no, we're not doing that. So then he ended up doing it at All In. So CM Punk apparently got upset about that. And um, before his match with Samoa Joe at All In, him and Jungle Jack Perry had a altercation. And apparently fists were thrown. Tony Khan said he felt threatened. Which is a bunch of fun stuff. Yeah, and you know, he apparently lunged at like Tony Khan and Tony Khan had threatened for his life and Tony Khan came out during Chicago week, the week after. The week that was dedicated to basically CM Punk. They were spending the whole week in Chicago. And he has to tell the crowd that they had to make a decision that they terminated Bill Brooks' contract on September 4th. Um, that Labor Day. No, because that's Labor Day. It was September 2nd. Yeah, whatever day that all out. Yeah, the first the first Saturday of the month of September, because I believe the fourth was Labor Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the second. Yep, it was September 2nd, first Saturday of September. And CM Punk got fired Uh, before we even get to see our thoughts. Like. How the hell do we get here with Mr. Phil Brooks? Obviously, we're not going to go through the whole history. Just a quick thing. Everyone knows he left after the Royal Rumble in 2014. WWE had that meeting with Triple H, all that stuff. He left. No one knew why CM Punk was gone. There's a whole bunch of rumors. Everyone wanted him back. All of us wanted him back. Uh, we had no idea what happened. Then it was years later, right before Thanksgiving, as the Colt Cabana podcast tells all, says he's never coming back to wrestling, yada, yada. Seven years after that, 2021, he debuts at AEW, one of the biggest returns in wrestling history, like the pop there, of course, in Chicago. We all, once we started putting the pieces together, we're like, oh my God, they really got CM Punk back. He goes there, talks about how he's going to help the young talent. He wants to make AEW one of the top things ever, yada, yada. Wins the title within a year. Then we get to the media scrum, which... Listen to our full review on that. It'll be in the comment on the description box. Has the issue with the elite. The, we all thought, is this real? Is this fake? It's real. The elite hate him. He hates them. Hangman Adam Page, they have beef. He gets suspended. We don't know if he's coming back. We don't. And then they make a brand new show. A brand new show called Collision. Where's the first Collision episode? Chicago. Chicago. And we're like, and then Tony Khan says the return of CM Punk brings back the real championship, whatever that was. 
Go through it again. Permanently fired in another year. Jacob, man, have you... All your years of wrestling, have you ever seen a two years like this ever? No. No, not with one specific wrestler. Uh, no, can't say that. Can't say this. This is a first one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to dive into with all this shit. Where are we diving first? I mean, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but haven't we had the fucking? I believe it was the the media scrum podcast. Mm-hmm. I think we asked the question we're like, was it worth it? And now, was CM Punk worth it? When we, I think, when we had that podcast, mm-hmm. and we're specifically saying no, not mm-hmm. fucking worth it. Let's go forward. We have the other thing. Homie gets fired after having his own goddamn TV show. Fun fact: still ain't fucking worth it. Yeah, because I know there are some people who. They're like, well, we don't know if he was fired the first time. Let's wait and see. Like, because I, I, we were like, we have to have a serious discussion on if waiting the seven years was really worth these two. Um, we're just going to ignore the uh, UFC years. Well, I mean, there was that too. <laughs> yeah, well, there was that too. The two fights. Um, Byron, I mean, what's Jacob's right? That's the real question people have to ask now and. I mean, you like seeing, I mean, WWE, Pipe Bomb, everyone knows Pipe Bomb, 434 days, champ, yada, yada. One of the top guys in the company was like 1A, 1B with John Cena in that time period. <laughs> what are your thoughts, man? I have so many thoughts because I am, I don't know if I still am, but I, I enjoy seeing Punk. He makes okay. good promos. He's great at wrestling. Um, like you said, the Pipe Bomb took over the internet. Every anniversary comes up on Twitter or X as it's called now. My bomb heard around the world. I don't listen to it because that's a great promo. Um, I don't, I know he is one of the biggest, well, was one of the biggest draws in AEW because he was, he was, he was the number one draw and the shirt seller more than the champ, right? Which is crazy, but well, his fans are fanatics, that's true. Um, Number one in AEW merch sales, all that big ticket pusher. But I, his backstage antics, man, I don't think he was worth worth it. Like the first time, I would say, okay, maybe if it was just like a one-off situation, but it wasn't because it happened literally a year later. Yeah, I, I mean, the only reason that CM Punk wasn't the main thing of. The last podcast is out of respect for our wrestling expert, Jacob, because mm-hmm. WrestleMania, our WrestleMania episode, I, I mean, which is funny because we're waiting on a particular person to bring this episode up. But <laughs> the WrestleMania on what it was one of Jacob's best episodes. It, it was. We didn't even talk about most of WrestleMania, which because we had to bitch about the finish and rightfully so. But then you sit there and it's like, well, we're a mom and shop pod. If we had all day, we could have then talked about the matches, but all of us got normal jobs. So, <laughs> so that's when I'm listening. I was like, you know, CM Punk getting fired was the number one wrestling news over Wembley, over All Out, over Payback. So I was like, well, this time we could at least split it up and talk about it separately so we could talk about the wrestlers who actually are doing their jobs. And we have, yeah, another. Good big pay per view that gets taken over by CM Punk and his fucking bullshit. Here we go again. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be AEW's biggest two weeks in history. Supposed to be. I mean, it kind of was theoretically. <laughs> yeah, true, because people were talking about him. <laughs> if you look at it objectively, it still was AEW's like biggest thing since they started up. It's just crazy because you really sit there and we talk about the WWC and Punk, you know, anti-establishment for the people, all that stuff. But as Jacob has shared, you go back and listen to what like Triple H during their feud was saying, and you're like, wait, 
Has Triple H been right about this guy the whole time? Oh, yeah. Martin, correct me if I'm wrong here, but wasn't it the Joker in Batman that said, like, die hero, become, or... Live long enough to see the vil- become the villain? To become the villain? It was in the Dark Knight, yeah. Harvey Dent said it, okay, yeah. Dark Knight? Mm-hmm. 100% CM Punk lived that. That dude was the fucking anti-hero, and everyone was behind him. Yep. The fucking money in the bank. If John, if John Cena wins, we riot. Mm-hmm. And that crowd would have fucking rioted. It would have been fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And now the dude is the most hated motherfucker, real heat, in the entire wrestling industry. Currently. Give it a week, because IWC changes, you know, every other day. <laughs> Dude, it's it's just insane because Jacob, you hit it right on the head, man. Like when he left, we all hated WWE for it. We're like, fuck WWE. It's all your fault. You sent his obviously if you're a wrestling fan, you have listened to the Cole Cabana podcast with Punk. That was the only reason I subscribed. Me personally, that was the only reason I subscribed to Cole Cabana's podcast. It was that day. I'll never forget sitting at work and I'm like, wait, CM Punk on Cole. Hold on. But you heard all the stuff. He got his termination papers on his wedding day. Like, you heard all of that jazz. He called Ryback steroid guy because he had to keep working with him, getting hurt. And then Vince and Stone Cold, they talked about it, said Vince, that was an honest mistake, yada, yada. But then when you come back and you do this stuff unprovoked, like, it's not like CM Punk is a 20-year-old rookie and he's going off as some old veterans like, hey, let me talk to you. Let me let me calm you down. He's the veteran. He's the star. This was a guy when 20 came back in 2021. He's the biggest star in wrestling. All wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was the biggest return in the past 10, 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Potentially a biggest and maybe one of the biggest returns ever in. AEW was able to get this guy and they were doing things and it, it's it's weird. Like he's not a rookie. Like he should know that you you can't say the stuff you say and then think everything's going to be okay in that back. He probably did because he was the number one merchandise seller, number one ticket pusher. He's like, well, I'm doing all this, man. I can't get away with saying dumb shit. But he was saying dumb stuff about the EVPs of the company. I, I know. I don't. He wasn't fully thinking, man. <laughs> That's clear. Like, all of us, like, I know we brought this up a long time ago, Jacob. All of us, like, Adam Hamming, Hangman Page. Good dude. So when CM Punk's ripping Hangman and calling him a piece of shit, we're like, wait, where is this coming from? I mean, let, let's talk about the fucking EVPs a little more here. I mean, from everything I've read, and I, I believe this one, mm-hmm. the Bucks and Omega said, if he can go six months without some bullshit happening, we'll fucking talk it out. Yep. Whether that's right or wrong, I mean, you can look at that in different ways and mm-hmm. both better and worse. But they make a very valid point. Just go six months without being a fucking drama queen. It's not fucking hard. Yep. Bro, you got your own TV show with people who just want to fucking work with you. Yep. The people you don't like, they're staying on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. You have your crew. You we're running the Chicago territory like every other fucking week. What else could you fucking ask for? Dude can't go six months without fucking wanting to throw down out back. And I'm sorry, dude. I've watched your fucking UFC fights. You, you ain't no fucking Randy Couture. You know Brock Lesnar? You know Bobby Lash? And Shamrock, Tell me. all of them. And yeah, can't Shamrock. <laughs> like, nah. Like, I, I get it. But nah, dude. You ain't you ain't that guy, pal. You ain't that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's wild that he couldn't go six months without collecting a paycheck and showing up and going home every day. Like, dude, come on. Get that bag and go home like a normal person. Like, he really did not have to say shit to Jack Perry, which I just can't get over. Just because he said on national TV, like, I didn't know that was a dig at CM Punk until all the shit came out. 
like, oh, okay, whatever. He did that real TV. I mean, real glass, cry about it or whatever. Then CM Punk just had to be CM Punk and instigate shit. Like, it was... <sighs> Go ahead, Jacob. Keep going. Something else, like... And I just said, oh, let's talk about the EVPs, but fuck it. Let's talk about, like, the ex WWE guys. Let's talk about John Moxley, the ace of W or AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And back to that promo, I don't even know if I talked about this on the last podcast or not. But you listen to his promo that he cut on Punk last year. And he's like, "I'm sorry. I want to apologize to the fans because CM Punk isn't who you think he is. I want to apologize because he's a what a fragile, frail, ego something bitch or something along those fucking lines." And it's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he was right. <laughs> I was trying to find the exact because I have all of CM Punk's timeline thing, but the one thing I was trying to find was a long time ago of the big thing. When he came back the second this second time, had his own show. It was almost Hulk Hogan WCW like contract level. He was gonna be involved in all the storylines. Just saw here he had alleged veto power of who was allowed on collision. It's like, Jacob, you said, you were on Collision, you were Team Punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Young Bucks and them didn't go to Collision till he left. Yep. Yeah, Samoa Joe, you had FDR, you had his boys. Oh, yeah. The boys! I mean, like, listen, like you said earlier, we all work regular fucking jobs, you know? I would fucking kill for my fucking job to be like, hey, mate, hey, Jay, what we're going to do is you can pick out your own ship with your own crew with your own boss, with your own analysts and everything else, you can pick that. I, dude, and make a big-ass fat paycheck? Shit. Man, I will be the nicest person and I'll support the living shit out of my company. I'll be such a cheerleader. Fuck yeah! Yeah, it's so... Like, you have all that power, which goes back to a Triple H thing. CM Punk didn't care. As Triple H said, CM Punk didn't care about the stuff unless he had the power. Mm-hmm. He was talking about this for the people, for the people. It's only for the people when he has the power. And you want to think about something freaking, freaking crazy. He, one of his biggest gripes in rest WWE was, I get, Jacob, you can make the case. He's the OG right guy, wrong place. The times he should have been main eventing WrestleMania, the freaking Rock wants to wrestle. Yeah. So then yeah. he goes to AEW. He doesn't even get to. He doesn't even get to main event the biggest show. But he's not the. I mean, he was the real. I'm saying this with finger quotes here for the listeners. Uh, the real champion, but eh, whatever. Which is scrap now. They just got rid of it. Like you said, Jacob. You said that last podcast. They need to just. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Pretend it doesn't exist and move on. But at the same time, like uh, CM Punk was the right guy at the right time. Mm-hmm. We all were so frustrated with WWE. Mm-hmm. We could not stand the things that was happening in WWE. And there was just one guy who's out here saying all the shit that we're feeling on TV. That flash in the pan, that was the most, That that is what got CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Was saying what we all felt, and that's why we all backed him back then, one hundred percent. So there, right guy, wrong time, yes, but right guy, right time. Flash in the pan, he couldn't have struck that iron while it was hotter at any better time. That that was perfect for him at that time. Jacob, a lot of not a lot of people. His fans are saying that CM Punk should sue AEW for false um. Termination. What are your thoughts on that? Well, one, I don't. I I I'd imagine because AEW is based out of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how it works, but I I imagine it's a right to work state like Ohio is. Mm-hmm. So they, I'm imagining they could probably just can your ass for no good reason. But Tony Khan probably. I mean, I imagine he had a whole entire room full of lawyers saying like hey this is what you need to say you're in fear for your life and you you win this you're not gonna have to worry about shit because 
let's be real. Tony Khan, not the best. Like he, he's no Attitude Era Vince McMahon. He's not. He is a wrestling fan, and then a wrestling boss. I imagine that must have really sucked for Tony Khan to go. Fuck! I gotta get rid of CM Punk. I brought him back, and now I have to fire his ass. Fuck! That sucks. Do you think the last? Do you think the last straw is when he actually allegedly lunged at Tony? Was that the final straw? Because Jack Perry's still suspended. Jack Perry's still suspended. Do you think? Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and ask this. Do you guys actually think he legitimately lunged at Tony Khan? I don't know. I mean, we didn't think he got in a fight with the EVPs, but oh, I did. I did. Well, not me at the time. I didn't think he did. But the way he was talking, he, oh no, <laughs> he did. So I don't know. He, I don't think CM so Punk angry. Like, I don't know. I don't think he lunged. He might have gotten in his face and like, like I, yes, like I, I believe that. Like I own hundred percent that. But with the Jack Perry thing, that shit could have escalated if like Rusev or Samoa Joe weren't there. I mean, because who's gonna start a fight there if Samoa Joe's telling you to stop? Yeah, dumb. <laughs> like that—that's a real deal right there. Yeah, I'm—I'm I, I'm with you, Martin. I—I I personally, I just can't imagine, but I could be very wrong here. I, what do I know? I'm just a dumb fucking guy in my fucking double wide trailer. I'm not fucking smart, but like, I just can't imagine fucking CM Punk lunging at Tony Khan. But I can't imagine Tony Khan being like this motherfucker lunged at me mm-hmm. because. In all actuality, he probably got in his face and said, "Hey, you're a fucking idiot," or something along those lines. But um, to your point too, Jacob, I want to throw this to you, Byron. Like, and Jacob, you brought it up. Like all the shit Tony has done for Punk, and then for like if you've done all that stuff for someone, Byron, and then they get in your face and call you fucking idiot, you're stupid, you don't know how to do anything. How are you gonna feel after you've done so much for him? All right, like I've done so much for you. And you're attacking wrestlers, you're getting fights with that you shouldn't be getting into, and then you lunge at me, air quotes for the listeners. I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be like, hmm, maybe this wasn't a good investment in my money because this person is a selfish, egotistical maniac. Because uh, this is a punk thing. I'm going to bring up a name. We actually we try to avoid saying because he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and his days are behind him. <laughs> Vince Russo. God, some L7C fan tells the last time we said this person's name. Vince Russo said that Tony Khan's just a little boy, and this happened all the time in the Attitude Era. And I'm just like, prove it. Right. I want you to prove that there were fights like this happening when Undertaker was your locker room leader. Get out of here. Oh, no. No. Was Undertaker the locker room leader, judge, jury, and executioner? Hell no. (laughs) Like, what are we talking about here? They said that, sure, they would have their stuff. The locker room would handle it. Now, that part I could kind of see, because obviously with social media, we see everything now. But who is leaking this stuff to us? I mean, it's getting out. Someone's not keeping it in-house. None of their problems are ever in-house. And we've talked about that with AEW a lot, Jacob, that when there's smoke, there's fire every time. Yeah, there's a lot of that. First off, that's first off. Bro, just stop. Oh, I wanted to <laughs> smack the shit out of him when I saw something recently talking about like he knew about like he had this close relationship with Brad's like, bro, see, that's the stuff Jacob was talking about. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All these they people trying to use relationship- Bray for clout. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck that shit. Fuck all y'all. You're the reason I was pissed off on Friday Night SmackDown. Bunch of bitches. <laughs> 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 You know, it's fucked up. We've had probably as many fucking, if not more, CM Punk podcasts than we have Bray Wyatt. <laughs> we had his dramatic return. That was a big one. Um, Obviously, the scrum, someone's in between when he won the title. I think we talked about a little when he lost that title randomly to John Moxley. I was freaking shocked because he got his ass whooped. Um, mm-hmm. But he was hurt. But then he was hurt enough to, he was not hurt enough to win the belt two weeks later. Um. Yeah, we've talked about him a lot, but I mean, the L7C, we we kind of 
the wrestling podcast kind of formed in the boom of wrestling. Like, it's been a boom. Yeah. 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 Going back to the EVPs, because I've been wondering this, and this is what his punk, I'm talking for, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm just giving the other perspective on Punk's fans. Should those people be EVPs, people who are active, full-time wrestlers? No. Oh, why not, Byron? Because as an EVP, you're always going to be wanting to do stuff for yourself. I think it's going to, I think it's hard to mix what you want and what the company wants. So I don't agree with wrestlers being EVPs like Triple H wasn't in charge until he was like a part-time wrestler. Mm-hmm. Even though that stuff he did for his storyline purposes anyway. But I think he should find some people that were wrestlers or just good business sound people to be his EVPs. Not current active wrestler. Jacob, what are your thoughts on that? Because I mean, probably the most famous EVP is now the top babyface in wrestling right now, Cody Rhodes, and he left. So, what are your thoughts on the Elite and Kenny Omega being the EVPs as full time wrestlers? I can see the both the good and the bad of, you know. Byron, Byron said it great. You know, you have a you have a wrestler who's in charge. You know, trying trying to separate their wrestling side from the business side. You know, I imagine that's going to be hard. And then, like, let's say the right thing is for Kenny Omega to have the title, but if he wins the title, then he's fucked because mm-hmm. it's like, oh well, he just booked himself to win, which mm-hmm. goes back to like the the Dusty Road days. You know, back in the day, we're going to talk about roads. Um, because he dealt with the same shit. Cody, when he was there, he he at least had that thing as well. If I lose to Chris Jericho, I'll never go after the title, which might have been one of the best or worst things that he could have done. Because he lost that match, he's all right. I'm gonna fuck with that belt. That's fine. Kept himself out of it. You know, is what it is. But I also kind of look at it like it's kind of a good thing you have someone on the roster who's all the way you know next to the top because it's almost kind of mm. like a union in a way but not you know at my job we're, we're a unionized job and if i have any problems like i literally just text my my union president mm-hmm. i'm like hey man what what's going on with this situation this doesn't make any sense and he'll get back to me and he'll go that's either hey it's okay because of this or b no it's not right because of this we'll file a grievance you know something along those lines so both good and bad. Would it be better if they had, you know, instead of doing the EVP thing, you literally just have a, a union for the wrestlers and you have your, your, you know, Penny theoretically would be your president. And then you can have your quote unquote shop stewards being like the young bucks or an Adam page or something along those lines, you know, but then you also have to look at it. Like you have Tony Khan, who is the, like I said earlier, he's such a fucking wrestling fan. You know, is it better to have someone who is on that roster whispering into his ear like, hey, we think this would be good. This We think this would be shit. You know, something along those lines. Or you say, fuck all that. And do you bring in like a, a Dutch Mantel or someone along those lines to help be big time backstage producers like that. I mean, I know they have like Chris Hero and they used to have Regal and all sorts of shit, but uh, both good and bad. You know, it it Yeah, and it's also weird too that recently Tony Khan said like if something ever happened to him, he would want his dad to like go to Daniel Brian Danielson for like advice on like the re- like have Brian Danielson quasi run it. But I'm like, why would you say that about Brian Danielson when you have a whole the elite and Kenny or your EVPs, wouldn't you wouldn't wouldn't they have something to say about it? And I know Justin talked about it the last podcast he was on with us. Is like if you're not cool with the EVPs or the slash Britt Baker, it's really rough for you in there, man. Yeah, that's also that's actually a good point. That's also why I don't think wrestlers should be EVPs because I apparently they get the final say. So if they don't like you, they're not gonna. Look, he won matches. I mean, look what happened with Thunder Rosa. 
Oh well, that's a lot. That's a lot of hate. That's a whole episode in itself, too. <laughs> that, that that stuff. Those two, they make no sense. But I, I mean, I would trust Brian Danielson, like because mm-hmm. he's 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 literally said he's going to start transitioning to more the part time ish basis because he said by the time this kid is seven, which is kind of crazy as wrestling fans, we all remember when seven. It's been seven years. Like it's been seven years since you were doing the yes thing at like SummerSlam twenty thirteen. Like. Like this is like cheese, but I, I don't know, man. You both make really good points. It's just I've never heard of anyone fighting like your higher ups like that multiple times, have an issue, and it's public. Yeah, usually at a normal person job, you fight with your boss, you're gonna get fired the first time. <laughs> May got a second chance and still fucked up. Jacob, you bring a great. You bring a great thing about. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up to the <laughs> union. I can get away with something. I don't have them, so I can't. <laughs> oh yeah, you brought up a great thing about um, Tony Khan. Year, I mean, the first after the honeymoon phase that we used to call it in our early L seven C days. I was like, all right, man. Now you have all these things happening. The honeymoon phase is over. You got You're starting to start getting criticism, and I agree. He's, I think, empathetic wise, he's the most empathetic boss in wrestling like he understands like that stuff if you need time away like john moxley when he had to go to aa to get right or like the alleged private jet for people who wanted to go to um bray wyatt's funeral all that stuff really good but when when the chips are down when push gets to sub like this terrible stuff he is bad uh he he he's he's the boss who wants to be everyone's friend but but not a good boss, you know. He doesn't have that. Seems like you can push him over, you know. He's got a, you know, ain't got much of a backbone, you know, type deal. Which I think him firing CM Punk that wise shows like, hey, put fucking up. I I'll fire CM Punk. Anyone's fired who was, here. He said that he met with his like his top counsel or whatever. Like it was the move. Who was the top counsel? Was it the EVPs? That's what some people think. <laughs> and the lawyers. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they, I'm sure they had their opinion on it. I mean, absolutely. They 100% should have their opinion on it. You know, I'd be like, listen, <laughs> homie couldn't go six fucking months without being a fucking douche. I'm done with this shit. We made his own fucking TV show. He still couldn't be happy. Some people you just can't make happy. Some people, and I hate I'm going back to Batman. Batman it's but all right. You can some keep people just want to watch it. actually on this Saturday anyway. So you're doing great. <laughs> all right. What are your thoughts, man? Like, because I, I, this is so much wasted opportunity that these people couldn't get this together. Yeah. It, like, Collision could have been a really great show because you had CM Punk. Yeah, Samoa Joe, you had FTR. And those right there is a great group of wrestlers and whoever else wanted to be on Collision. But it's just, is, like you said, a wasted opportunity. And I do agree with Jacob 100% that Tony Khan doesn't, is a wrestling fan first and then a boss. He needs someone that's not an EVP to help him grow a backbone. Because when it's terrible, it's terrible out there. But when it's good, it's good. I, I just think the fact that in that first media scrum, he was right next to uh, CM Punk and didn't stop him. But he was shot. <laughs> oh, yeah, that dude was straight up shot. After he called your EVP a bunch of fucking idiots, that's when I was like, you should be like, all right, man, that, that's, come on now, that's a little much. And one of your top baby faces at the time? That's what he should have done. And your top baby face at that time, because Hangman was the top, because MJF wasn't a baby face at at all at that time. Like Hangman was like the top baby face at that time. And you're just, and he's the future of the company. He's the present. And you're just tearing him a new one. Like, and then how do you feel, Jacob? You brought them up. How do you feel if you're FTR? Because besides Tony Khan, those are people who fought. For him. They made a podcast for the guy, damn it. 
That's what, well, we saw it on the last podcast. When's the FDR coming out with their next mm-hmm. episode? Like, and we're back. So, Dak, I know you're in the middle of this, like, you know, <laughs> road rage gun incident, but like, how are we going to talk about Sam Hunt? Fuck. Uh, listen, in Byron, like you said, like, oh man, like, you know, F- Collision could have been awesome. Dude, I still think Collision yep. would, is, can be amazing because honestly, if you're taking away, what is essentially the fucking mm-hmm. cancer of this locker room? Or the biggest drama fucking queen we have in this locker room. Um, it can very easily flourish still. Just because we lose CM Punk, it's not the end of the fucking world. So next guy up, still have, you know, I looked, I looked at this whole thing ever since they brought CM Punk back. Like, we're, they're going to make a lot of money in a short amount of time, because Punk's not going to be here for the super long haul. It's just fucking old. But, like you said, we have we have fucking Adam Page. We have all this really, really, really fucking good young talent. We can... Those are the guys that's going to be the future. Invest into that. If fucking Impact Wrestling is still surviving somehow, fucking AEW is going to be just fine. We'll, we'll be okay without Punk at the end of the day. Next, next guy up. Fill that fucking position. There's a spot fucking missing. Someone step the fuck up. I kind of hope it's Samoa Joe because uh, Martin, you talked about in the last podcast, I believe. Uh, remember when Samoa Joe was I like the fucking it. enforcer for William it. Regal? Mm-hmm. Fucking Samoa Joe needs to be the enforcer for Tony Khan. Move the fuck on with that shit. Call it a fucking I, day. I, I absolutely I loved it when he was um the enforcer. Like it was it was good stuff. Um, it's just obviously because the the um, we know what collision was made for, and then all those people. But like you said, Jacob, it's a great point because there's a lot of people in AEW who did not get on Wembley. Yep, mm-hmm. a lot of people. There's a lot of people you do not see on wrestling, as we used to say for a while. See, uh, Tony Khan makes a big signing. They're big for two weeks. Where'd they go? Now with Collision, like Jacob said, you have that show where these signings can do something. Yep. Make make yourself fucking something. Sell yourself. Anyone can fucking do it. If LA Knight can be the most over motherfucker in <laughs> WWE by saying, yeah, <laughs> Anyone we can have someone step the fuck up and me too. I'm a fucking LA Knight fan. I wasn't a big fan of him back in the fucking day. So fucking goddamn, like step up, sell yourself, and fucking make it happen, boys or girls. Looking at you, Roby Sue. So <laughs> Which, hell, step your shit up, girl. I, I, from a wrestling fan's perspective, I think all wrestling fans, the more not maybe quasi end of casual slash hardcore who really into the stuff we all appreciate someone who gets it out of the mud and does it on their own like Ella Knight was literally um, the male Maxime and Maxime Dupree shout out to her they both they were in that male model thing and they both got out of that and have risen from that crap to where they are today that's true the fucking acclaimed are like they're now part of the fucking trio everybody loves the acclaimed dude I'm gonna fucking. Everyone loves the motherfucking acclaim. Mm-hmm. Scissor me harder, daddy. Let's what? fucking go. I guess too now when you're thinking, we still haven't heard a response from them. That is what I am waiting for. I need to hear one. Is he gonna tell the truth, or B? Is he gonna spout bullshit? Well, he's gonna tell his truth. Well, yeah. And then, unfortunately, we're going to have a whole other podcast in yeah, his response. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I'm going to go, I'm going to make a wild fucking prediction here. I don't think CM Punk's going to end up saying a fucking thing. I think CM Punk is actually just going to sit the fuck back and go, last time I ran my fucking mouth about my last job, I ended up in a fuckload of lawsuits. So... You know what? I, I still made bank. I'm going to sit the fuck up. I think he's going to fucking do that. 
And then did you guys see the things where after he got fired, there were all these things coming out from all these reporters that, oh, yeah, like in the past couple of years, CM Punk's been trying to find his way back to WWE. I was like, that's news to me. Yeah, I saw that all over Twitter slash. So I'm like, um, I mean, I don't interesting. Know, I don't know if I believe it, but hey, it, if it happens, that'll be wild. But I don't see it happening. Nah, that letting. Let's just talk about it too. Like Booker T brought up a great thing, and this this morally goes for us normal people, but also affects famous people. When you leave a job, man, you don't want to burn bridges. Mm-hmm. Like, how could CM Punk go back to WWE after all the bridges that he burned? That's true. That's a very good point. Do you the stuff he was saying about the person who, obviously, Vince, but take away Vince, the person who's making the booking decisions at Triple H, all the crap you were talking about him, about his wife, like outside of the show, like real life. All right, I I have I, I'm gonna go through I'm gonna throw out another fucking wild saying here. We are now officially in the TKO era of WWE. Mm-hmm. The merger mm-hmm. has officially happened. The whole new company. Theoretically, I don't think Punk would come back. But is there a fucking chance that with the new company they could be like, hey man, we could make a couple fucking dollars off this guy. Make a short-term fucking contract. See how it fucking works out. I'm a Legends see- contract? <laughs> I've, oh, God, no. Like, no, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> but, I've Jacob, I've seen a lot of people say that stuff. And a lot of people... I, I'm going to play the hypothetical. In my honest opinion, nah. This planet will freeze before CM Punk comes back. But, I could be wrong. A lot of people are thinking he is going to come back in November... Because a big four pay-per-view Survivor Series is in Chicago. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> but again, show. it's something that we, a lot of people have said. Why do all of his biggest moments have to be in Chicago? That's where he gets the biggest pop. Yeah, but everywhere <laughs> else he's getting booed out of the fucking building. Exactly. So that's why you do it in Chicago. <laughs> Listen, I, I think Homie just needs a fucking Sit the fuck down, chill the fuck out, move the fuck on. I think that's what everyone theoretically needs to do in the AEW CM Punk is like business. Except for other part podcasts, of course. We have to fuck talk about this. Jacob, just even your fantasy booking wise, I mean you bring some oh, I hate doing you bring someone in like punk. There's only three options he has. They have to be at the near the top top. He ain't starting small. Yeah, he's not going to NXT. No. He's either going for... We know what he would want. He's going for Roman's title, Seth's title, or he's feuding with Cody. That's it. And he has to win one of those feuds. Oh, yeah. look at this. <laughs> Who is it? It's the Dragon Ball expert Mitchell Oso joining in on the CM Punk thing. How are you doing today, man? Doing good, as always. Shit. Didn't know it was a full party in here. Oh, yeah. Um, So, <laughs> just going to throw it at you, Mitch, because we've had some of our thoughts. I mean, you, Mitch, you've said you you like the talkers. You like the trash talkers, all of that stuff. And I know you haven't been, like, following the product all, like, in tune like we have, but you seen all the drama with Punk and all that and do you think waiting seven years was worth the shit we got? No. No. No, it's just it, I, I like people who shit talk, but the, I mean there is there is a sort of like a fine line where like, you know, the shit talking whenever it actually interferes with like your actual work mm-hmm. and like your coworkers, like I don't mind in WWE people who, who are heels mm-hmm. because that's their job, that's their character, that's their persona, that's the that's the act that they put on. But when you're a real life heel, like like it just it messes with chemistry, it fucks up products, and it makes makes people not want to work with you. And 
CM Punk is an asshole to the nth degree outside of the <laughs> WWE with AEW, with whatever you, you name the wrestling brand, just insert their name, and he is an asshole regardless of where he goes. Like it is it's it's just it's ridiculous. How can it all it does actually I'll say this. You guys have probably said this a billion times on your guys' podcast discussing CM Punk. His actions with all of his coworkers at AEW and like Tony Khan and all them and all the other hoopla shit makes me go back and watch all the shit that they were doing in the early 2010s with mm-hmm. Triple H and Vince and mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, if you would listen to the fucking podcast, you would know exactly what we're talking about. We've already been over this like six times just, on this wow. podcast. Mitch was sounding very educational, Jacob. Jeez. Let him go. You sounded yeah. very educational. You know, the thing is, where Jacob here would be yelling oh, at me boy, and whatnot, like, I thought he'd be riding his high horse knowing at the end of the year he's going to have more listeners to me because Dragon Ball's in a complete dump right now. But anyway, so, I guess. I was saving God for no, it's just like he's just a whiny baby. God, what a loser! Mitch, <laughs> I'm a. Are you talking about me or CM Punk? <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, I'm gonna ask you no, this because I asked. Uh, I asked like, seriously, Punk. What were you saying? I asked Byron and Jacob this. We all work normal jobs. If you went up to your boss and was calling him a stupid bitch and allegedly lunging at him, and then your boss is like. VPs, you were getting in fist fights with them. What would happen to you at your job? You, you get your ass fired. You, depending on how how severe you actually took your actions, you're getting sued. <laughs> you're getting, and and you're never getting hired again. Like, just you, you better you better go and I don't know, pick berries in the field because. Like I, you wouldn't have a job anywhere for like twenty years, especially nowadays. Like, well, like, now Mitch is officially caught up to the pod. So, Mitch, some of his fans think, would you? <laughs> do you think CM Punk is going to wrestle again? Do you think? Do you think he could crawl back to WWE because they don't need him? No, no, because like what you just said, the WWE does not need him. If they were struggling, then you know what, desperate people. Make desperate, uh, um, you know, they just make desperate decisions. So it's like, it's not like, um, you know, certain NFL teams will sign certain players that people probably don't like to talk about and don't like what they've done, but they're just trying to have success for the first time ever. So don't really need to dive into that, but that's the example. Byron, you're the nicest person on the podcast, probably overall, of all the people who do the right? L7C podcast. Like, the 12, 13 people. So probably <laughs> I'm going to, uh, it's a, it's a definite, you're the nicest person. If you go to the website and look at everyone who does an L7C podcast, they're like, Oh yeah, that Byron got the captain. He's the nicest. Would you let punk come back to any promotion? Uh, to any promotion? Well, first WWE, would you let him come back? No, because of all the sh- shit. Fuck he's done over the last seven years against WWE. I personally won't let him come back, but I don't, luckily don't make those decisions. If you were making those decisions or you sat there, Punk texts you, he's like, hey man, I know we haven't talked in 10 plus years and the last time, Triple H, you know, I called you a little bitch on Colt Cabana's podcast. Would you Would you take that call? <laughs> um, I think I would take the initial call to see what he's talking about. Like, if he's truly... Truly, truly remorseful. Then maybe we can do something together. But no, no. I, I think I would it. have to give him like a probationary period. Like Byron, he would want to be the one to take out Roman Reigns. Yeah, you work yourself up to that, bud. <laughs> oh, we, well, we last time we saw him work stuff. What about if you're Tony Khan? This goes out to Jacob too. In two years from now, we're seeing Punk's like, hey man, I know I messed up. We haven't talked in a while. I still think you're one of my best friends. Let's talk business. What are you going to say? <laughs> okay. I, I, I would listen to him. Like, I'll, I'll hear it out. But at the end of the day, if I'm Tony Khan or I'm Nick Khan, 
I, 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 no, I, I don't need you. If I'm an impact wrestling, fuck yeah, <laughs> come aboard, buddy. <laughs> if I am, mm-hmm. uh, New Japan or, uh, for wrestling Noah, sure. Punk, I think we could flourish there. 100%. Uh, because, like, have him just come in and be a part time fucking, uh, I'm American. American dude. <laughs> like, run it old. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of what the fuck the right word is. Like, you remember, like, back in the day, like, mm-hmm. you used to have, like, Vader and Brody, and Brody uh, over New Japan and All Japan and all that stuff. So they had a word for it. I can't think of it. Um, shout out to I'm just a dumb fucking guy living in double wide. But, uh, I, he would be fine part time. Just bring him in. Hey, here's what we're going to do. Here's the storyline. Here's four matches. Do this. We're going to sign you for four matches and five appearances. That's it. Call it a day. But full time? Nah, man. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. What any of you guys said. I mean, once Triple H became like suit Triple H, he's mended a lot of fences on behalf of WWE. He mended Bruno San Martino. He mended Goldberg, Ultimate Warrior. He got Sting, but this one, nah, man, I, I don't, I don't think that's happening. Because the moment, the moment he doesn't like something, he's gonna try and fight someone backstage now. That's true. He's gonna do that shit and then get his ass whooped by Bobby Lashley. Homie probably needs it. Like every now and then, someone needs like a good ass beat and just kind of like kick himself. And obviously, he did not get checked hard enough in the UFC. So Mitch watched, Mitch watched those UFC fights too. This is very <laughs> tough of Blanchard. Wait, what do I do? You saw his. You saw. Go ahead, Jake. Like this feels very, very. This is just like very tough of Blanchard. There's just so much heat, and there's so much fucking toxicity. It's like, eh, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Eh, maybe, maybe not. Not long term, short term. Yeah. I'll sign you to no, work, Mitch. I was like saying I said, how you watched the CM Punk UFC fights because obviously had the intrigue, and then he got his ass kicked. But uh, Mitch, before you came on, the CM Punk Omega fans think he is going to come back to WWE, and you've brought this up a lot too. They think he's going to come back to WWE in November at Survivor Series, just because Survivor Series is in Chicago. I really hate Chicago. <laughs> I, really, I really hate Chicago. Like, like Jacob. I don't. You know what, Jacob? I'm gonna, I'm gonna connect this to you, man. I'm gonna connect this to you. Yes, sir. You one time called my fans stupid. Oh, well, specifically <laughs> any of your WWE fans that have that Chicago mentality to them, they're fucking morons. <laughs> they are stupid. Stupid. Listen, listen, bud. Listen. If you would listen to the L7C Wrestling Podcast, I have gladly made fun of my own fans on here multiple times. No. I <laughs> have talking about blood money. I have actually called out entire countries. Entire vast countries, which we have listeners in. I have been like, yeah, your country's fucked, homie. I still stick by those fucking standards. Oh, yeah, they are dumb as fuck. If the CM Punk L7C fans, like, hey, shout out, thanks for listening or watching on YouTube because, hey, we're getting no, more I'm views. Just, than oh, I'm just saying, no, uh, your fans outside of the uh, the Chicago metropolitan area, I got no beef with them. Your your Chicago fans, they're they're stupid. Like, I, like I'm sick and tired of thing things in the sporting world where, like, you know, CM Punk in Chicago, like Chicago just bails him out. Like, stop. that's a good point. Like, mm-hmm. like. There are CM Punk is great, like you know one of the the highest profile names in in mm-hmm. in especially the industry, but I think in the general sports world, people generally know about him. You know, um, but like just stop. It's yeah, it, it's tribal. It's Thank very you. tribal. It, it, it's like mm-hmm. you know, like we're all from Ohio. And there's all this Ohio versus everyone mentality. And it's just the Chicago version of it because yep. that's that's yep. their boy. 
I, I can I can understand. I can understand. Just don't go like completely insane over it. Mm-hmm. I would say, like at least be like open to hearing other opinions. You know, Chicago has plenty of other people that have come out of it. Yeah, and have um have had just great success, and they can hold that Chicago banner, you know, above their head, and that city can be proud of it. Just learn to cut the cord. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, if they really, really are a diehard CM Punk Chicago everything fan, they should never have to listen to another Mitch podcast ever again and only listen to the L7C wrestling that's podcast. Cr- that's crazy. You're, Actually, that's crazy. Key, you're calling all of your fans stupid. Why do they not jump ship and join mine? <laughs> that's that's crazy. Like, Y'all are, anyway. Anyway. Well, has this weird Stockholm syndrome with Jacob. The Saudis love me, man. I don't know if that's something. The Saudis love me. Okay. I was um, going to say something stereotypical, but we're going <laughs> we're going to save that for another day. Like, just, never mind. All right, we're, last last words for each person. If you could be face to face with CM Punk right now, what would you tell him to do? Start with Mitch. One thing. What would you tell him to do? I don't know. Can I go last? Because I'm trying to think of something funny. <laughs> it's like, nah, oh my god! Nah, nah. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not the expert on this podcast. I don't deserve to go last. What would I tell CM Punk um, if I saw him in person? Um, can you sign my autograph so I could sell it on eBay and make money? Off? <laughs> wow! <laughs> to the front, to the pipe bomb of twenty you see, that's the thing. Like oh, back yeah. then, I, I thought of that promo, and I'm like, "Wow, you know, that's pretty legit." If someone was asking me at four in the morning at the airport to sign their stupid shit to sell on eBay, I'd be pissed off too. But now I'm just like, "Yeah, you little whiny little bitch. I'm gonna ask you to sign my shit now at the airport at four in the morning so I can sell it on eBay. Yeah. I'm gonna call you an asshole when you don't do it." That was clever. That, that was, was clever. That was good. That was. Byron, what would you tell him, man? We know you're going to say something, you know, positive. I was just going to tell him, grow the fuck up. Oh, that was not <laughs> what I thought you were going to say. thing I've ever heard Byron say. <laughs> oh. back like a little bitch! <laughs> I, I was not expecting that. Shoot. Okay. Well, what a... We're going to have to put, like, the explicit uh, sign <laughs> next to this podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be the first one. <laughs> I would tell him, listen, man, I think you done fucked up. That being said, if you want to vent out all your frustrations, please uh, come on to our podcast, the L7C. We'll let you talk all you want. That way I'll get more views. It'll be the biggest podcast of the company. Um, That that would be what I would tell him. But, uh, dude, I, I, I would just like, I don't know. Part of me wants to hear his side of the shit. The other part of me is like, dude, just stay home and just I agree agree with all you guys what you guys said either as he needs to stay home and chill or he needs to go on the apology tour Mm -hmm. or just those are the only two options I think I mean there is a third option he He can double down (laughs) he can double down and he's not popular people even more going to listen to him if he fucking doubles down you know we're going to I don't know. The last time he doubled down, man, he was calling Ryback steroid guy. He he wasn't even using his name. Was he wrong, though? (laughs) I mean, that's a, well, Ryback's interesting. But with that being said, thank you for listening to the CM Punk tell all. We greatly appreciate you guys listening in. It's not often that we have a combination of Jacob, uh, Byron, and Mitch coming in. I think this combination has only happened. Once and that was last year with the betting podcast. Yeah, I believe so. It's not too often this combination happens. So we thank uh Dragon Ball expert Mitch for hopping into a wrestling one. You'll be hearing Mitch literally six, seven days from now, eight days, six to eight days from now with a Dragon Ball pod. Um, we'll be hearing him soon, and he actually has some news. We're gonna be uh trying to keep things in perspective with some big potential Dragon Ball news coming. Uh, you're, 
Oh, God. Oh, Byron suit in college football, and Jacob finally may get a break since he's been ripping and running since the Royal Rumble. So, no, no Mitch has got a podcast in six or seven days. <laughs> we need like another one in five days. We'll find something join that podcast. Jacob, you, you just go join that podcast one. over here. You just go join the Dragon Ball podcast now? Huh? No. Why not? <laughs> nah. Unless we're talking about the bridge, man. Nah. Although, shout out Boo Bits yeah. are coming back. But well, that being other. said, as the wrestling expert said, CM Punk, if you ever listen to this, Jacob will take your call. And with that being said, L7C Podcast signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.